The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. The question about the safety of our politicians uh, was raised recently after the appalling scenes outside Leinster House a, a fortnight ago. Reviews are now underway with a task force on politicians' safety meeting this morning with submissions being placed to uh, look at how to tackle issues with suggestions of exclusion zones around public buildings or the possible use of the Defence Forces. With me is Lisa Chambers, who is Fianna Fáil Senator and leader of the Shannon. First of all, um, Lisa, the objectives of the task force and its remit is what? Okay, so we will be looking at, um, so the title is the Task Force on Safe Participation in Political Life. And really what we're we're going to be looking at is the the lived experience of members and and staff in terms of their their participation in political life and the levels of harassment and and abuse that are experienced. Um, So getting the experiences of members is going to be vitally important to kind of assessing the situation as it is. Um, We want to assess the impact on the person, but also on the institution and on political life as well, because you know, if, if people are put off going into public life, that's not good for our politics and our democracy. Uh, and then we will we'll be looking, obviously, at mitigation measures. What can we do to try and address these issues? Um, and the role of social media platforms will be examined as well, because we I think we all accept that, I suppose, the increase in use of social media, and it's now part and parcel of, of working in politics, whether you're a staff or a member um, of the Oireachtas that, uh, or a councillor, um, social media is kind of part of the tools of, of, of your trade. For can I ask you, Ms Chambers, is, is this a necessary, given that one of the reactions and a lot of the commentary after that um, event outside Leinster House, a lot of the commentary said, look, we have public order offences on the statute books and we have a public order unit. So a more aggressive approach to policing these kind of events would solve this. We don't actually need to go and reinvent the wheel. Well, that's quite a reactive approach in that you're coming to the problem once the problem presents itself and you're trying to just deal with it when it happens. Whereas this is really looking at it from maybe a preventative point of view, trying to get out ahead of it and trying to find ways to stop it happening or reduce it happening to better equip and prepare members and staff to deal with this, to put supports in place, to put security measures in place if they're needed. So yes, we have we have criminal law offences that we can prosecute people for breach of the peace or public order um, and that's fine. But I think when it gets to that point, it's nearly too late. We don't. We don't want things to be getting to that 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 situation. And what we'd like to do is prevent as much as possible these things happening, and really ensure that for you know the twelve hundred or so staff in Leinster House, um, for those of us that are members of the Iraqis, for our councillors, that people can go about their work and do that safely uh, without feeling frightened going to work, um, and that we don't discourage people people entering into public life. Um, that I think that's one of my biggest concerns. I think with all of this conversation we're having now around, is it safe to be in politics and one of the one of the the, the, the organisations that we the task force will hear from is the Joe Cox Foundation, uh, and everybody will know Joe Cox who lost her life as a, a, me- a member of Parliament in, in in the UK. So we don't want to get to that space. So this is taking a proactive um, approach to try and prevent something worse or something more, I suppose, things escalating. So paint us a picture then of what the kind of experiences, and obviously we're dealing with the extremes, but give us a sense of the extremes that your your colleagues in Leinster House and in the Shannon and in the council uh, chambers have to deal with. Yeah, look, everyone's experience is, you know, slightly different and, and it varies depending on, you know, you know, who you are, where, where you're situated. But, you know, I think every politician will tell you they get a certain level of abuse. And I mean, there will be a certain view out there that that's part of the course and part of the job. But there is a level um, now that we're seeing and I think a line is being crossed. You know, I think when you look at what happened to Joan Burton, for example, in Jobstown, I think people would agree that was completely unacceptable. When we saw the, the thuggery outside of Leinster House two weeks ago where people 
couldn't get in and out of their workplace and couldn't do that safely. Um, you know, that's that's not. Although in the Joan protest. Burton instance, ironically, it was a fellow politician, a fellow parliamentarian who was at the heart of the protest that was um, um, causing her to be unable to leave. Yeah, well, look, that's an, that's a, that's a conversation for another another evening, perhaps. But I suppose the issue still stands is that the level of abuse that she was subjected to, and the fact that she was locked in her car for a long period. Um, but you these know, are that's, relatively that's rare. I mean, that kind of thing. These chambers. That's what now. Ten years ago, is it that that occurred? Well, then? you asked me. Yes, yeah, so you asked me for the extremes. Um, Indeed, but give like, me give me a sense of for the day to day. I mean, I know it's a slightly ironic thing to say, but the day to day extremes. I mean, take your own example. You've been in public life now for some time. Mm-hmm. What are the kind of things that you would point to and say, look? I have gone through that and that is unacceptable and that is representative. Well, I mean, I don't want to make this conversation about myself because it's obviously a much broader topic. I mean, I did, I did have a rape threat delivered, hand delivered to my office. Um, I had feces put through my office door. Um, I had lots of, I suppose, very uh, disturbing notes sent to my office, particularly during the Eighth Amendment campaign. Um, so there was lots, you know, there's been... There, there have been multiple instances, um, but that's kind of normal, if, if, if for, which is an awful thing to say. But I'm not alone in that space. Um, and I think what we're seeing now is um, an escalation, like the online space has certainly made it worse. Um, I think there's an acceptance that it's uh, female politicians do get more personalised attacks. Um, and, you know, today at the task force meeting, um, Senator Eileen Flynn spoke about her experiences as a member of the travelling community in public life. And, you know, her lived experience is, you know, the, 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 the continuous abuse that she's subjected to is appalling um, and would put most people off being in public life. So it's not, I mean, I'm not saying it's every day of the week, but it is, I think, acknowledged that it is a problem, um, that it is escalating and that, you know, where members don't feel safe going to and from work and we're being advised as members of the Oireachtas as women not to wear high heels so that we can make an escape if needs be. You know, that, that kind of advice just tells you there's a problem that needs to be well, addressed. At least, Jim, I, I don't want to be d- defeatist about this, but there, the, there was a time when the main threat to our politicians was likely to be terrorism. And we had a situation where the Taoiseach, where the, the Minister for Justice not only had armed protection, but was followed by multiple armed detectives. Um, protecting a cabinet is relatively simple because there aren't that many of them. Protecting mm-hmm. every member of Leinster House, every member of the Shannon, every county councillor, every local authority member, can that be done? The kind of things that you describe, like feces through the letterbox, how, if we have so many elected representatives, can we stop that? I'm not sure you'll ever stop it completely, um, unfortunately, but I think, you know, we can't just sit back and say, oh, look, this is just the way it is and we have to get on with it. We have to try and do something to address it. Um, so we, very recently, through the Cancorla and the Cahirlik the Shannon, there was a provision put in place for members of the Oireachtas to get a security allowance. So if you did feel you needed to put a camera at your office or, um, you know, install, install some security um, supports in your office, you could do that. And that's been extended now to local authority members. So that, that's a help. And that's an acknowledgement that maybe, you know, on a case by case basis, you may need to do something in your own office or home where the Gardaí assess there being, uh, you know, a threat or, or a challenge. You know, we're not going to stop all of it, but I do think there's a role here for social media companies to be called out on as well. Um, they facilitate a lot of this happening online and they could be quicker in responding to, to getting stuff down. Um, and I think they're, you know, they're, they are they are working with us and they do acknowledge that there is a problem. But also it can have an impact on the electoral process and the outcome of elections where you have lots of abuse fueling around online that's going unchecked or, you know, misinformation is not checked and taken off. So this is just, you know, we'll, I'll be honest, Anton, we don't have all of the answers. That's why we have this task force to try and look at it and see, is there anything practically we can do to try and mitigate this? And just I, I, on the grant that you mentioned, do you know, did anybody take it up? 
I don't. I wouldn't have access to that information. Um, I, I haven't availed of it, so I can answer for myself, but I don't know if other members have as of yet. And, and um, finally, one, the task force that we were discussing, the, that the, as you described, that is focusing on this, when are they likely to output whatever the results of their findings will be? When When is, is the end date on the task force? Yeah, so by the end of the year, we, we, we'll have our final meeting as penciled in for the 14th of December. So it may take some time, maybe a few weeks after that, to have a draft report and then go through it with the committee and finalise it. But right. we are looking at a fairly, a fairly um, you know, concise time frame. Lisa Chambers, thank you very much. That's Lisa Chambers, who's Fianna Fáil Senator and Leader of the Shannon. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy. With Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.